some real light watching on that one. There, what a roller coaster ride that was. <laughs> I mean, a roller coaster. By comparison, to like I don't know. I would tell you what I originally wanted to pick, but I, I'm kind of uh, curious. <laughs> what would you originally want to pick? Um, I might tell you at the end of the episode that I say that we're recording already. Yeah, well, we're always <laughs> we're always recording. Goddamn, always be recording. Always be a ABC. Always be <laughs> always be always be Corbin. <laughs> always be Corbin. All right, so welcome everyone to <laughs> Caging Greatness, the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage 49.876% of the time. Repeating, of course. <laughs> uh, that's not one of those episodes tonight, but Ooh. I was told, uh, Pat, is, is it correct that this is our... That's right. Six. Today, it's a very special episode because it is the 69th overall episode of Caging no Greatness. Shit, oh, nice. nice. I'm on the 69th episode? You yes. are. Nice. That's right. Our special guest, <laughs> Ken Logan, who has never been on the show before. Never. Is never. that my first time? Thanks for first having me, First time ever. Never before on the show. <laughs> Wait. This is my third. That's thir- not accurate. This is my third time on the <laughs> yes, show. <laughs> I've just decided to turn that into a running bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how Frank doesn't exist. Ken's never been on the show. What are you talking about? I'm right here. <laughs> Frank? What do you mean, who the fuck's Frank? <laughs> Where are the You're cookies? looking at me. Where are the soft drinks? I need. <laughs> so, no munchos? No, no munchos. Yeah. Man. Inflation. Those fuckers aren't uh, 129 anymore. <laughs> what do They're more like 249. Why are munchos differently crispier than the rest of the chips? I, I have guess, no idea. I guess just the frying technique. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted Christmas. No, munchos. <laughs> hit me up on. I'm whatever. pretty sure that munchos are made by two flying saucer robot things that also fix up old. Do they buildings. run a 1940s diner? They do. Oh, uh, yeah. but they have to keep recharging because batteries not included. Battery. Wow. Oh, you just dropped the title out of nowhere. It sounded so natural, too. This yes. movie just dropped the title all willy-nilly. No reverence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did watch, on this episode of Uncaged, Cannon's Pick. Yes. Uh, some light watching some featuring <laughs> uh, arson, attempted murder. Dementia. dementia lots of dementia. Lots of dementia. Uh, dead babies. Dead, dead babies. babies. Dead children. Yeah. Oh, just overall uh, pregnant I mean, woman I don't know how accurate a lot them. of that is, but you know. I mean, uh, to a certain <laughs> manner of speaking. Uh, also tits. There were tits in this movie, too. For a family there film, there were, there were, there were, there were naked boobies. Uh, we watched Steven Spielberg. Uh, apparently, directed this film. He produced Matthew this Robbins movie. directed it. He produced. I remember. Movie. I'm pretty sure I remember reading <laughs> that everyone was like, "No, Spielberg actually did it. He just gave the other guy credit." I mean, probably did. But as far as we know, the director is Matthew Robbins. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Batteries not included. Name of the film. Yes. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it was yes. it was an interesting film. I've. Uh, I vaguely recall seeing this when I was probably like five, to the point where I didn't remember a goddamn thing that happened. I've never uh, heard of this movie. So, oh my god, we may have to stop the show. This mic stand is falling now. It has been like <laughs> lowering this whole time. Have you seen my head just like slowly get like this? <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead and, t- and take like, it. We'll, we'll discuss. You know what? Let's see how this works live on air. I'm going to just turn off the sound on your mic. If only we had the robots to fix your <laughs> mic stand. See, all we have is Abaddon, and she more so curses. Abaddon? Abaddon? Abaddon. Yeah, she's not oh, helping. Took that from me, fuckers. Can you catch it on the other mic? Down here? <laughs> 
I mean, I might put it, yeah, under the... Under the uh, so, uh, while Cannon's repairing, Pat. Hello there. Just just give your, your brief score and what you thought of Batteries Not Included. Uh, this was my first time seeing Batteries Not Included. It, it's a movie I've definitely heard about, kind of thrown around in the rummage drawer of like, this is a little uh, cult classic uh, film from the 80s. Um, I enjoyed myself. It was a nice, sweet, quaint little movie. Um, definitely has some tonal shifts and <laughs> yeah, wasn't expecting those just tits in the movie either. Um, but no, uh, it, was a, it was a fun little time. I give it three stars. Okay. And a heart. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the table uh, is too thin. It's not going to work. So yeah, I'm going to figure something um, else out. Turn me back down, please. Yeah, I think a new spot did it uh, justice. All right, thanks, floating robots. Yay! Robots fixing the mics. Dumped them in the sink. Everything's fine. Yeah, we're totally good. Fed them a Pepsi can. Back from life. We're fine. Crystal hit, uh, Pepsi diet. I don't know. Hit a thug with a with a pot, and we're we're good. We're good. So Bonk. Ken, <laughs> hello. What did you think of Batteries Not Included? So this is my first time uh, uh, hearing of this movie, watching this movie. Um, part of me is curious as to why this movie was ever made, uh, and I don't mean that necessarily a bad way. It just seems like really, um, it's, it's a very small story. Um, it's very interesting, and oh, so small little people—they don't matter to you. Go corporations. Is that what I'm hearing, Ken? Yeah, what I'm saying is, is these <laughs> dirty, filthy people wouldn't sell their building to the the, the capital. They're just trying to make money. You know, the more money they make, the more money you make. The little big guy, <laughs> trickle little down guy. economics. Trickle down economics uh, did not work in this movie because there was attempted arson, and the only trickle down was the fuel from the ceiling. I would say it was that was successful arson. It was pretty successful. <laughs> I mean, not a tip. They went boom. That guy was a pro at arson. He knew what he was doing until that other guy had to come in and mess it up. Uh, but anyways, the movie, uh, honestly, it was a pretty good time. You know, it, it was, you know, it was very packed. There was a lot of plot development. There wasn't a lot of filler. Um, you know, everything that was in there was, you know, for better or worse, you know, like kind of, kind of okay. So, uh, you know, I say give it three stars. Nice. 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 Cannon. Yes. Yes. This was my choice. I literally picked this today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Definitely not over a month ago when we spun the wheel. Nope. <laughs> no. Also, we, we need to remember to spin the wheel before we leave tonight. Yes, we do. Um, so I decided uh, to pick a little light watch <laughs> from confusing. I, I'm, all right, first off, I'm confused. I'm going to derail my review immediately. How come on IMDb it says it was an 87, but on the back of my Blu-ray case it says 88? Confusion. I don't know. That's weird to me, yeah, right? It's a branch in the space. But um, I watched this, another fucking movie that I wore out back in the day on VHS because, strange story, my mom and dad, when they were married, they found this tape outside of a Piggly Wiggly that also rented tapes. A quick so. answer to your question. Uh, the movie, re the theatrical release date was December 18th. Okay. So it's right there on that edge where yeah. you know, it could easily, they could just <laughs> go either way with it. But, um, yeah, it's it's been a long time. Um, I'd forgotten a lot, but the longer it went, it all just came flooding back to me. Um, didn't really, um, you know, I guess... <laughs> for appreciate the uh, the darker tones when I was a child because you know you just see oh the little flying saucers, but like you said there is a lot crammed in this movie, but I don't think anything is lost from it. Like they 
they literally give you all the plot in the world and they tie it up in some sort of way. Oh, yeah. I am actually going to give it three and a half. Hmm. Nice. Mm, that was nice. Good. Well, uh, just looking at the reviews, Siskel and Ebert disagreed on this movie. Ebert liked it and said it was better than most of the stuff out there at the time. Uh, Siskel said it was a comic book with all the best pages torn out. Hmm. He did not enjoy it. But you know what? I I enjoyed it well enough. It was it was good. It was fine. You know, like I, it's one of those that I don't really have an urge to rewatch, probably ever. But I didn't have a bad time. You know, we walked in and Candace got some real light watching for you tonight. <laughs> and dementia and <coughs> dead sons and gang violence, attempted robot murder. Hey, look, it's either this or Schindler's List. Stillborn robot babies. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was Frankenstein back to life. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's totally all over the fucking place. But you know, like I said, I had a, I had a decent enough time. Three and a half stars. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. So the the basic plot is uh, evil corporation bad guy is trying to force out tenants of a small little building with some apartments and a diner. And the, the owner of the diner is an old man with his wife who has dementia. And there's other people in the building. They don't want to go. These little robots from space show up and fix all their shit. And so there's a, a, a thug named Carlos and a bunch of his buddies trying to force him out for the... Uh, the corporation guy and they end up going so far as to blow up the fucking building but the robots come back rebuild the building and the corporation guy's like well fuck I guess we'll just let it sit there and that's that's the movie that's the end of the movie also I, I may have still been in a cloud of fucking anger about the mic stand Pat did you give your review yeah, three yeah. Stars. holy fucking shit I, I, I don't know how I missed that. Well, Jesus he was Christ. giving his review while you. Were I was fixing to, yeah. shit. Yeah, we, I was the robot. You I'm sorry. On this blessed day, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, so we're hitting a three, three, three and a half, and three and a half. Yeah, pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's fine. It is, um, yeah, de- de- not as uh, light in tone as I remember. <laughs> but like I said, I was a literal child and. I just remembered baby UFOs. The first 20 minutes of this movie is just straight up depressing. It's yes. just like oh, it's so people being harassed, <laughs> yeah. like horrible sexism. Like this lady's just trying to get into her apartment. It's like this pregnant just woman. Like a pregnant woman trying to be, trying to go in to get into her apartment and she's being harassed every step up there, up into the door of her apartment. And then they have the audacity to break her Jesus figurine. Yep. A little saint, whatever it was. A little saint, saint, yeah. whoever. But yeah. thank goodness those robots are, are observant Catholics, so they fixed that. Right <laughs> so, up. what do you guys think actually brought the robots there? It was never really. Fully they they literally just show up after twenty minutes. <laughs> right. Well, like some dudes, like please, someone help us, and then the robots show up. But it's uh, like it's coincidental timing. It's it's nothing. They just showed up. They just showed up. It's yeah. not important. No. Mm. Like they were in the neighborhood. Like if it mattered why they were there, then the movie would have told us why they were there. Now, yeah, see, if, the, if, the, if they sure, remade yeah. the movie today, there would be a lengthy explanation as to why they showed up. Oh yeah, no, we'd have twenty minutes on their home planet with something or other. Do you think that there's going to be any additions to the batteries not included cinematic universe anytime soon? If Disney buy it, <laughs> buys it, yes. There you go. I'll take the commission now. Yeah, no, these are going to be part of the Star Wars universe soon. <laughs> I mean, they're basically droids. I mean, and, uh, honestly, they're, they're the spaceship from third, uh, <laughs> third kind encounters. They're, they're gonna, <laughs> third kind 
third encounter. You know that I know. that uh, movie with the big ass ship in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking. No, like th- these robots are going to get their own Disney Star Wars show, and every fanboy is going to say it was better in the movie, even <laughs> though we just watched it and it clearly fucking wasn't. <laughs> it's going to tell the tale of some other weird robot. Mm-hmm. None of us are failing this right now, obviously. <laughs> I mean, like, movie was fine. It was, movie was, it was fine. It was very much okay. Like, you know, it, it did a good job of telling a story it needed to tell, but it was a pretty, pretty, pretty basic story. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, <laughs> I mean, for as basic of a story as you had, the subplots you had in this movie were Numerous. more than enough bang for your buck. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no, I, no and, and there was a... Uh, I'm trying... What's I think Elizabeth Pena is her name? I think so, yes. Uh, and she was fun. Also, I yeah, find she- it funny that my uh, one of my other picks is also starring uh, Frank McRae. Yeah. Who was <laughs> Frank McRae? He was the boxer. He was oh. also in uh, Last Action Hero. Oh. I mean, I love Last Action Hero. That you know what? So Let's good. talk about Last Action Hero. <laughs> I've never seen Last Is that the movie with uh, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger yeah. worth the Christmas thing? Or is that no, a that's, yes. That's, that's Jingle, that's all, the jingle all the Way. No, yeah, that, okay. that's Last Action Hero. So, I mean, there's some similarities Last Action here. Figure all the way. <laughs> so, I basically missed, like, the 80s and 90s. Like, my, growing up, my family didn't really, like, watch a whole lot of movies. So, yeah. I kind of missed, like, a lot of those. Having like, known your family for this long, yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, we had- I watched a whole lot of Looney Tunes and History Channel, damn it. We had batteries not included on VHS. I'm educated and wacky. <laughs> For free, on the ground. <laughs> when you were watching the History Channel, was that before... This is before Ancient Aliens. I was going to say, was that before we came to the Nazi Channel? Uh, it, it was... There was some Nazi stuff, a lot of modern marvels, a lot of, like, big machine stuff. That's a most of what I Very cheap programming. How it's made in a way. That was Science Channel. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there was a lot of that going on. A lot of cheap stuff, you oh, know. Yeah. But no, first, you know, my parents were very uh, against cartoons and whatnot. So <laughs> and fun, none of that fritter fratter. Pokemon yeah. was the devil. Yeah, uh, sure was. Always watch SpongeBob or any Nickelodeon stuff. So you nah. know, Mr. Channel was Pokemon and, was and always. And yet somehow you rebelled. I, Who could see it coming? Who could see it coming? Wow, <laughs> it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> A young <laughs> lascivious kin drinking a tall boy on the internet. A tall boy. This is a slim can, and I'm not being filmed, so this could very easily not be alcoholic. This it's is definitely the, Pepsi. It's, it's a Pepsi. tall boy of water. Yo, listen to this. This is the first plot summary that pops up in IMDb. Aliens help a feisty old New York couple in their battle against the ruthless land developer who's out to evict them. Who's the one? feisty one in the couple? <laughs> That's what I'm trying the to figure lady? out. I think so. Or that the, has to the, 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 the crotchety old man. You know, I wish they kind of touched on the whole father-son relationship a bit more. Basically, spoiler alert, the, the, this whole time this dementia lady thinks that one of the main bad guys in the movie is her son. And um, she's like talking to him as this uses son the entire time. Turns out the son's dead yeah. the entire time. But they never really touched on like the father-son relationship. Well, when like, she started screaming at him, I think they touched on it pretty well. Yeah. It's like, why do you think he got that car to get away from you? It turns out he died in a car wreck when he was 18. He has, he has yeah. a temper. I mean, you, you gotta put it together yourself. Come on, Ken. <laughs> Sorry, this, this, movie, out, this movie was too much for me. Too it was much, literally giving you breadcrumbs. Too much You just weren't hungry enough. See, this movie just weren't hungry enough, 
holes of, of it's, cinematic it's, it's lore. You have to put Souls. it together yourself. <laughs> See, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't come in expecting Get that. good. See, I, I came in expecting a lighthearted <laughs> romp, not the Dark Souls of the cinematic universe. I knew I, I, knew I should have made y'all watch Southland Tales. You know, I've never seen it, and I really want to. Hey, Southland Tales has an Arrow video release now. I know. I own it. That was one I, I always <laughs> wanted. To, I was excited when they announced it because I loved the original Donnie Darko. Unfortunate, but okay. I said <laughs> it's it was, fine. It was I know people like that movie. Out. I just and don't. The director's cut wasn't great, which was a red I flag. I can't tell you if I've seen that one or not. It's it's significantly less good. Because like the original was good because it was interesting and it was mm. weird and you didn't know what was going on. And the director's cut spelled out a lot more shit, and mm. I, I didn't like it. And then S. Darko wasn't even part of that universe. They just slapped that <laughs> title on it to try and... It was like with American Psycho 2, basically. We have this movie. Let's yeah. uh, let's connect it to this popular thing. That'll make us $20. Uh, you got the $20, I guess. But I always wanted to see Southland Tales. I mean, it's... I'm sure it's terrible. It's an experience. <laughs> Let me tell you. I haven't seen it since college, but... Wow. I, and I also didn't pick that because it's long as fuck. It, it, that's fair. <laughs> it's not long as Southland Tales. I, the beef movie. I think it's like 160 plus minutes and there's a director's cut that bumps it up to like 180. Yeah. I so think. Is the sequel to Donnie Dark? No. It's just the, the same director. Same oh, director. Okay. It has one of the most bananas fucking casts I've ever seen in my life and it that's probably cast. the only reason I own it. In which way? Because it's loaded, but in the weirdest way possible. Oh, Justin, like, Justin uh, Timberlake, totally Kevin Smith, The Rock. Huh. Uh, John Lovitz. It. Yeah. Sherry O'Terry. Wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar in it? Yes, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Mandy Moore. Yeah. Um, other people. Just so many people. That throwing so pretty so many people. Actually. Like a roll of, oh, like, that director oh, just like, okay, I have all these people's it. number. Hey, yeah, you can do me a favor? And we got Southland Tales. And pretty Jesus, much. it's fucking weird. But I mean, it's it's in the long tradition of directors who have something really good and followed up with something terrible. Like, you know, the guy who did Equilibrium, which I love, followed that up with Ultraviolet, which I have many <laughs> times derided on, on this very show. I've what else did um, this director do? Matthew Robbins is his name? Yeah, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's find out. Let's find out since we're... Like, we are fucking struggling to talk about this. <laughs> I feel like y'all are struggling. You're not even trying to put, put together a show here. What, I, like, what the fuck are we going to say? Like, it's, we already said it. Well, it's Kevin's goddamn show. Let him lead it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this home, this apartment building is just falling to pieces. It's bad. It's gross. The artist in the house is trying to get it preserved by, by the historical society. I believe. Yeah, he's trying mm -hmm. for some reason. Trying really he's hard. He's just attached to this building. Like for this is all in reasons. opening scene. I believe. Yeah, there's a lot in the first twenty to thirty. They, they, they throw a lot of characters at you. Uh, I, I, I was really because he have he have the wayward artist. He have you know the beleaguered uh, single mother to be. He have the elderly man and and. Uh, Wife of Dementia that he cannot uh apparently he's never taken care of because yeah. like his they're just living friends like, Oh yeah, here's here's our peels, here's here's yeah. your favorite foods. Here's what she needs to do to not just go into a full on a meltdown. You obviously haven't taken care of her in like Yeah, because he's too busy just sweeping this derelict uh, restaurant. <laughs> that no one's been in and God knows how long. I've never heard of any of these other movies this guy's directed. 
Like none of them. They, they seem very late 80s, early 90s affair. Uh, you got Bingo from 1991. Classic. Uh, Mothers, Daughters, and Lovers, 1989. This, obviously. Amazing Story. Oh, those are, that's a TV show. Uh, the Legend of Billie Jean from 85. Dragon Slayer from 81. Corvette Summer from 78. What is Dragon Slayer in 81? That sounds interesting. Uh, it's like a... A young wizarding apprentice is sent to kill a dragon which has been devouring girls from a nearby kingdom. That sounds pretty generic. <laughs> I mean, uh, here's a snapshot. Oh, that actually looks kind of okay, maybe. Probably yeah, so this not. is quite I, literally I the only film of this director that I've ever seen or heard of. But um, I don't know. I don't got the guy's name in front of me, the, the, the punk ass who's, like, trying to get everybody out throwing money. He's throwing out some very thin envelopes, He's too. He's out $7 in ones and expecting people to move. Like, make any sense. It, there, there wasn't a, a lot of thickness to this. He's like, tell him, you're going to be rich. You're going to be rich. It was a stronger economy in the 80s. I get that. I guess. I mean, Inflation for $5, you can move to for Cuba, five I suppose? we can go to New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, and live I mean, in a nice retirement home with the rest of the, the old lady. She was kind of like fanning you. out a lot of maybe there's just like seven hundred dollar bills in there. Seven, but you know, I mean, it'll be a big stack, you know, in terms of like a seven, lot of money. So seven hundred dollars to leave your home. I mean, <laughs> how much was rent in that place? I never said it. I don't know. Maybe it was rent controlled. Maybe that's why they want to leave. I mean, I don't know. I did notice that, like, you know, the all the baddies that were trying to like uh, get them all out of the house, they were just like in a. I guess another nearby, like, Derelict carcass building. of a building. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't really explain that. They Were were they living there, or were they just, like, hanging they, out? I guess they're, they're just they're, hanging they're out. They're just uh, street toughs. They were trying just to get the job toughs. done. Just Very flamboyant street toughs. Just, uh, and the one guy was apparently trying to get a corporate job. I don't know. It was really... Well, I think he was, he was just he was just trying he was he's one of those you know wise guy dreamers. He goes, oh, I got ideas, but mm. he's he's going to be a dipshit, and, you know, do mm. the bad things to hustle to get the money. He's going, oh, I'm going to go talk to the big boss in my red jacket. See, he's he see, did look pretty slick. I mean, he did have some fly. He was a dick, but he had some fly outfits. I mean, in this the movie. silver tracksuit with the red uh, tank top. Honestly, yes. the costume department was the shining aspect of this movie. It was phenomenal. And the way. what's they his nuts? The hair, practical but, effects too. I mean, like those. Yeah, honestly, that was really good. Like, it was really well done, the the actual practical effects. I mean, they held up. Like, I was waiting for them to just look like garbage because I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid. But, I mean... I mean, even up-res on the Blu-ray, whatever it was, it looked great. I mean, you can see the seams when they had the little, like, baby UFOs walking around. But, like, in terms of the actual little maquettes, they look really good. Yeah. I mean, this is, like... Whether or not Steven Spielberg like ghost directed this movie, like he was obviously, you know, helming the direct the direction of lots of special effects. So like they're gonna be top notch because this Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, the black and white photos of Frank and Faye used in the opening credits were real life photos of Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy, who were married for decades. Huh. Real life. Is really? This, is this a real story based uh, on a true I, story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, which is weird because, like, I, I joked about as the opening credits go, like, how I think it's awful that still to this day we have, like, terrible Photoshop and at least family photos in movies. It was really bad. Some of these were terrible. The face clearly did not. They fit. probably chopped up some of their, like, heads and, like, put them on other <laughs> yeah, bodies, I guess. They destroyed I don't know. actual people's photos to make, like, the cut and paste, like, intro for these movies. <laughs> 
I forget that IMDb has a parent's guide to movies, right? I don't think we've ever touched on it. A but parent's guide. A parent's guide. It gives you like the content rating of why it's rated what it's rated. Uh, sex I'm, and nudity. I mean, this is a 1980s PG, so it's definitely different from a 2022 PG. It's sex and nudity. Mild. My, it was pretty mild. Violence and gore. Uh, mild. Violence? I mean, violence? I mean, there, there's like punching. Or non-existent. Uh, profanity. Yeah, they say bullshit and goddamn a good bit. Mild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like it has like it literally says by like alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Uh, mild. Uh, they mentioned cigars. They said like, oh, it tastes like cherry cordial, which I think is alcoholic, maybe. And I, I think I saw like one cigar smoked in this movie. I don't know. They were like, oh, well, we got to get cigars when they're like the stillborn. I- I think, born, I think this one's more on the light side. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I guess how prudish are the people watching? <laughs> Frightening and intense scenes. Hmm. I mean, does my <laughs> baby can? I mean, yes. Fun fact, this movie, uh, according to my parents, scared me when I was a kid. Hmm. Was this movie like, profitable? Yeah. Profitable, probably doubtful. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it made about $40 million off of a $20 million budget. I, I think that's not so bad. And you said I, it was that's respectable. December 87. That's right. What the hell else was out? It's probably something big because they always release something around Christmas time. Yeah. 87, I mean. Yeah, all the like, dead babies in this one oh, turned dead. off the family. Oh, man. So, dude's just like wrecking the diner. Everything's destroyed. Just Everything's just done. Demolished. It's just, just comes in there with the baseball bat and just starts knocking out windows, busting out glass. And then... This being a real hellion. Hell, just real being hellion. a real rapscallion. A real no account. Real hooligan. And then we get a prayer. It's like... Yes. Please, Jesus, send your mightiest alien to spite this man. (laughs) Please send your mightiest species of self-replicating autonomous AI machines. And and the Lord works in mysterious ways. He sure does. He sent his robot children to to help his human children. So December 87. Yeah. uh, The top movies of December 87. Number one was Three Men and a Baby. Oh. (laughs) Number two was Throw Mama from the Train. Number three was Eddie Murphy Raw, released as a special in theaters. Mm. Okay. Four was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Huh. Great movie. Five was Wall Street. Mm. Six was Fatal Attraction. Number seven was the re-release of Cinderella. And then number eight was Batteries Not Included. Hey, top ten. <laughs> wow, so this was a top ten movie for the year. Yes, it only barely beat one called Nuts, <laughs> which I'm not familiar with, but was released in <laughs> November. One Number call. 10 was Broadcast News, which I'm not familiar with. It released on the same weekend as Batteries Not Included. And number 11, The Running Man, which also released in November. Hmm. Princess Bride is down there, too. Top 15. Uh, for your so this, movie, this movie was more popular than The Princess Bride. No, this movie made more money in December than The Princess Bride, which was released several weeks before. Oh. Uh. Uh, so, for your edification, Nuts is a 1987 <laughs> film made by Martin Ritt, which is about a high-class call girl played by Barbara Streisand, accused of murder, fights for the right to stand trial rather than be declared mentally incompetent. Also starring Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. That sounds awful. Oh, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Good Lord. Uh, originally intended to be a story featured in the TV series Amazing Stories, 
that um, Steven Spielberg liked the idea so much he decided to make it a theatrical release. Hmm. So this was supposed to be an episode. An episode? I feel like it might have worked better as an episode. I mean, yeah, probably. Because I watched a lot of amazing stories. There's some cool shit on there. I'm just like assuming it's just like an um, anthology show, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see it. The one that stuck with me was about a World War II pilot who uh, gets a plane full of guys and one of them's a cartoonist and the wheels get shot off and so he starts drawing cartoon wheels on the plane just to pass the time before they crash land and he dies because he's on the bottom on the, the gunner seat mm-hmm. and when they land there's cartoon wheels oh no that's really dark yeah and I, like he it's, saves his life <laughs> lands it's just yeah it, it, so it's like a softer lighter twilight zone essentially when did that come out 80 yeah, early mid eighties. I was just reading the other day about how like that that position had like an incredibly high mortality rate in World War Two. Like that that under yeah. seat ball gun. Because if they position. crash land, you're dead. If they crash land, you're dead. You're getting most of the flak from the bottom. Basically, it's, most of the time you're getting hosed out of that thing. It's just just wild. It's, yeah, just like the, just like the opening scene and when they get in the tank in Fury. Yeah, I hose that dude out. I haven't seen. Fury That's a really good movie. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Uh, I just haven't ever gotten around to checking it out. I I, def- I would recommend it. It seems to come on and off of to be a free streaming service. About I think I have it downloaded every six weeks. I have it on. Ugh. I have it on my hard drive somewhere. I just need to get man back up. Commercials. Commercials are the devil. I mean, it's like that's like the main only reason. I was like, Tubi's great. Don't get me wrong, but like, if it's a long movie, get ready. I, <laughs> definitely, kind of maybe check the quality because like, there's a lot of really. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Tubi. Uh, a lot of really hard to find movies. A lot of like kind of higher end movies too. Like really? it, it's it. There's definitely like some <laughs> dread. They dredge from the bottom of the <laughs> of the pool. Don't don't you worry. But like a surprisingly stat catalog. Hmm. Well, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. But um, uh, one of my favorite bits of this movie that I actually completely forgot happened (laughs) was after um, we find out that these, um, uh, I guess, essentially aliens um, (laughs) can fix everything and also reproduce. um, They fuck. (laughs) Oh, this When they fuck, they fuck hard. Man, all right. Okay. Um, plot hole. Got one for you. Okay. How come they never fixed that raggedy ass shed? <laughs> well, was the shed ever not raggedy ass? I mean, they never saw that building, and the building was raggedy ass, but and maybe, they fixed maybe, it. Maybe, like, back in the 50s, they were just like, Let, we got some driftwood and some scrap sheet metal. Let's just throw it. What, what was it in the first place, I guess, is the better question. I think it was, it was like a, a, a pigeon, pigeon coop. Because yeah. the, the, was it a pigeon coop? Because yeah. the old oh, lady okay. said their son kept pigeons, oh, or, the, right. or the, the old, land, old man did. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, are pigeon coops fancy? I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, have you seen people's, like, work sheds and shit when they build stuff? Work sheds are always terrible. Yeah, the things they build are nice. Maybe it was maybe it was already in peak condition when we see it for the first time. Like what about the pigeon coop from like what was it, John Wick Two? It looked pretty sketchy too. Wasn't this bad? No, it wasn't quite this bad. It, it had, but everything in this place was that bad. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty. Uh, it, it was on its way to being condemned, but then you know this being nineteen eighties New York, so. People are just like, hey, we're accustomed to living in filth. Now, granted, it's not as dirty as it was in the 1970s. They cleaned up a little bit. Every 10 years, it gets marginally better to live. 
man but yeah we got like shit on fire like buildings exploding like they want this shit down they want to build this ugly ass building that legit looks like something out of robocop this might have been in the robocop universe it, it seemed it seemed very like like i would say bru- uh, brutalist architecture uh you know twin towers you know r.i.p <laughs> and all that it looks like the perfect building for an evil CEO to get thrown out of. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I want to know why these alien robots, which have uh, came from outer space, assumedly, have to charge up in, like, standard industrial outlets, and they can be charged in, like, less than, like, 10 seconds. They probably like, had adapters. They had dongles built in. <laughs> no, I was it's the universal outlet. <laughs> I was literally about to say they no. could fucking adapt. Like, let me just, and Shuby came with that just fucking they got an adapter. I need to you know what? Yes. Like, I'm the, just saying the bottleneck, if that's, if the bottleneck that's the is line. battery technology. You can't charge a battery <laughs> to that you're talking about anti-gravitational technology requires a lot of power. I'm just saying, if that's the line that you have for believability, man, is that how movie, do they fit into a standard American mm, socket? Oh, and the way that they fixed the the dead stillborn robot was just by taking like some like high voltage electricity and arcing it over the circuit board and just chucking it in some water. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. God, God bless these robots. These truly were God's robots. You know, whatever we can't explain with science is God. I just needed to vent yeah. a little bit yeah. as a as a techie guy. Yeah. Explain this, Explain Neil deGrasse this Tyson. Tyson. Spielberg. You know, if I ever meet him, I'm just like, how dare you, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. A podcast idea, even though I'd hate every second of it. Neil deGrasse Tyson is just insufferably pedantic about everything wrong scientifically in a movie. Oh my god. Other, <laughs> other words, it's fucking Twitter. Oh, Man, no. Neil deGrasse Tyson live tweets this movie. God. <laughs> I mean, probably. He gets mad about like snowflakes on a movie poster. That dude's capable of anything. I saw him refer to, he was like, you know, some people call it a typo, but it's actually a wordo. And I'm just like, how pretentious can you be? I mean, you know what? This is why nerds are bullied, okay? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a fair amount of bullying early on. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they also, they probably came down because they were also hungry. What's I that? mean, what if they like ran they- out of food on their planet? Ran out of scrap metal? Yeah. I, I mean, it's possible. A symbiotic relationship with humans. The first thing they do is come here and just start eating and fucking. Just, I mean, it sounds like some <laughs> honest to God rednecks. Yes, yeah, so it's like, the, the, like these, these were like the, the yokels. These are white trash robots from space coming in to steal our jobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Maybe this is your first and last time on the show. <laughs> because this sure as shit isn't going to be edited. Uh, I know. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> the fucking and uh, and it's been briefly talked about. Yes, uh, the aliens give birth to three uh, babies, two alive, one not so much. Yes. But one of them again, you know, drain of water in a toaster, and it comes back, so everything's fine. You need to see like high, dangerously high amounts of electricity <laughs> and dangerous chemicals. And that's enough to revitalize a baby robot that pops up out of a toilet. There's a form like uh, we had. We did mention the former boxer, correct? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have. 
But he he uh, suffers from CTE and apparently can only speak in commercial catchphrases. Which, like, it, it took him a long time to be relevant to the plot. You just see this very tall, older black man. It's like, um, is he going to do something? And then when he finally does, like, become more tangential to the story, a part of me is like, the one thing I feel is a little woogity. It's just like, you know, the one black character in the movie is just like this, I don't know, gentle giant type of thing, which like, I don't know, it may not be that bad, but like I know probably some could look at that a little cross-eyed. How about the only Latino characters are the criminal thug and the unwed expectant mother? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some racial undertones in this movie that have not aged well. And all, and all the old people... They're white. Yeah. Super white. Oh, man. The whitest white. old people you've ever seen in your and life. The young hippie artist, also white. Also white. He had a big mop of hair, though. That's like some uh, Kurt Russell in the thing level hair. Like, I'm not a fan of mullets, but that was a fantastic head of hair that man had, okay? I mean, it was, he worked on it. Yeah. It kind of reminds Somebody me on of <laughs> who was the bad guy from the King of Kong? His type hair. Mitchell, I think. Yeah. Who may or not be, who may or may not been the bad guy? Because might have been some white, some curious editing on that film. But you know, big hair type of fella. Oh. Also, what were in those balloons? Once uh, the um, the 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 big baddie is done with uh, Carlos's shit, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna hire somebody else to do this." And he brings in this this weird dude, and he's like, he sets up some like what nitroglycerin slow timed things in a yeah. milk carton mm-hmm. it's weird like so uh, whatever <laughs> whatever the cool science of arson is <laughs> this guy was his fixer and like he's like stapling balloons filled with something i'm assuming some sort of flammable liquid i yes. have to imagine it was gas considering you had the gas can yeah think, that, well, that wouldn't what, i mean that does gas balloons? melt yeah i was about to say this gas like would that it, it might be some kind of flammable or? goop i don't know I Let's mean, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the ways you could commit arson, but <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's our other uh, podcast. I imagine if the gas combusts before it hits the ground, then it leaves less residue. Mm. Well, I'm more or less I'm talking about the the balloon being able to hold the gas. I guess it'd be fine. I mean, I don't know. I've never I mean, tried to only, fill a balloon with gas. If you only need it for like five minutes, then that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that's... all the arsonists listening to this show, oh, go watch Batteries and Die Included and get back to us. <laughs> We'd love to know the actual science behind yeah. what they were doing. It, 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 We it, don't want to bust this man. No. It, it, it's, it's just like all the YouTube videos, like experts react to this movie. They just have a guy that's like all sin, just like, yeah, this is bullshit. Oh, God. Also, the arsonist. also, while this uh, slow bomb is um, going off, there's still one person left in this building because everyone else is looking for uh, the the aliens, mm, the little babies. They ran away. Dementia lady. She's only- stuck in the building. It's up at the tippy top, and and now it's a race against time. It's it, just enough time for the uh, the unscrupulous Carlos. You know, he's like, we find out he's got a little bit of a soft center. It's up to him to rescue the old lady by feeding into her dementia. Mm. Which, oddly enough, like, backfires. Breaks it. <laughs> 
Like she's like the entire movie. She's like, "You're my son. You're my son." And finally, he's like, "Okay, I'm your son." And then she's like, "Wait, no, you're not oh, my son. he's like, you liar, you monster, frisbee." <laughs> well, it's because you mentioned the car that her kid died uh, in. Oh, uh, yeah, that was uh, big. Come on, mom, I want to show you the new car. She's a like, bit, "Car, a little bit too real." Yeah, mm-hmm. like Vietnam style flashbacks to their kid dying. And, and she and she barricaded that door awfully fast. I mean, it was like one of those old school latches in the middle. It was like with the double doors, just ka-chink. Yep. Had those at uh, one of my old jobs. And some somebody forgot to lock it once. <laughs> it was bad. That someone wasn't me. That wasn't my responsibility. Did it get knocked in? Uh, no. Nah. Mm. I just thought it was funny. Mm. I was like, look what y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I was definitely thinking, like, toward the beginning of this movie, when it's like this kind of weird, somber play... <laughs> Part of me thought, you know, this part this part of the movie hits a little different after you've seen X 2022. Because there's definitely like, oh, here's some old people that look a little weird. And there's like them things that might bother them. And then like there's a turn in the movie. And then I feel like in another movie, this could have been just X 1987. I mean, there are, <laughs> there are a couple of moments where this could have been a horror movie. Like several instances. Yeah. It's just like like one of the aliens gets like hacked with an axe by Carlos and then gets fixed later on, but like just imagine comes back, just murders everybody. It's like, just like not the Come mom, on, children, let's go. That the mom robot <laughs> and the, the baby robots are just out for blood. Or early in the movie when the old lady first meets the robots, it's like, Oh fuck, we've been seen. We gotta get rid of her. <laughs> so it's just like the two, the two robots just like piling the, the corpse of this dead woman. <laughs> gotta get rid of her. It's just like a comedy. It's just like I what I forgot the old lady's name, but you're better hey. now. She's just like <laughs> just sparks <laughs> are flying out of her mouth. It's like damn, you sure put, put some fire back in your old kiss. I mean, there was a point where Ken uh, joked where like. <laughs> it's like if she dies, like can the robots bring her back? <laughs> yeah. It's like can robots consume organic matter and then make stuff out of organic matter? Questions and, that were not asked but should be. And then and then and then that offspring of reality, it just becomes that uh what was it, late nineties, early two thousands movie with Jamie Lee Curtis called Virus. With like it's like just full of cybernetic body horror. Or in a different world, these robots realize that humans are the best batteries and they make the Matrix. Yes. Yeah, there you go. This is the prequel to the Matrix. I think that's the best. Okay, weird movie. origin uh, tales for other movies based on batteries not included. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they could be like Transformer embryos since they're like cybernetic and autonomous and intelligent and can like recreate and do stuff? Maybe it could be. Could be. Could also could be, be the precursor to Skynet. This could be. Yeah. Yeah, and in the battle royal with all the eighties, nineteen eighties robots, like how long do the batteries not included robots last in the fracas? Oh, probably not very long. No. Well, actually, no, I don't know. They can self regenerate. I mean, what other robots can do that? Well, I mean, it depends on if they team What's up with some of the other robots. They could be some of the other robots' healers, mm. or they could be like while all the other robots are fighting, they're like gobbling up the dead body parts and reproducing silently. <laughs> I mean, when the last ones are left, like, I'm ready to go. I didn't hear no bell. And then there's like a tidal wave of them just like <laughs> pull them over and rip them apart. Yeah. Mm, so like, like, I mean, the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I think about it, the, I mean, you got to assume that they can adapt, right? Because like that one moment where, uh, 
I think it was uh, the mom was tired of getting fucked with and like spun around and made a hand out of one of their coffee pots. <laughs> like they just like make that hand. It's like get out of here. And, and when she's trying to teach the baby robots to fly, it's like she pulls out this little tiny saw and like cuts <laughs> off the landing that the one the baby's hanging on. So when he's like rat, rapidly adapting like a way to fly, like a little propeller and like a umbrella, and then eventually he learns how to fly with like little jet boosters or something. Yeah, well, the more I think about it, the more that's starting to check. I mean, he <laughs> they, he spontaneously grew arms to hang on to the legs. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I just love it when they were in the kitchen, like fucking up burgers. Like when I was like putting the burger patty on top of the bun. Just like, what are you doing? Just oh, that's your first day. Capable of interstellar travel. <laughs> Can't figure out burgers. <laughs> so this is what it looks like, okay? It, it was during the burger bit. I feel like it was ringing a bell. I'm like, because I feel like the, bur- the robot in the burger was something I'd seen somewhere before. I don't know if it's the movie itself or just like a spoof of that scene. Like, part of my brain is telling me did the Muppet Babies parody this bit with the robot in the burger? It's entirely possible. Oh, they might have even shown clips. They used to show clips of sci-fi stuff on Muppet Babies all the time. Muppet Babies. Oh man, I remember the Muppet Babies. I had a couple of those tapes too, sitting right next to my batteries, not included. VHS. Wait, wait, would Muppet Babies be on Disney Plus with the rest of the Muppet stuff? Uh, There's only one way to find out. To the iPad. <laughs> Did Muppet Babies show batteries not included? I've never seen Muppet Babies before. That's because you're a child. <laughs> I, I was born in 94. I'm currently 28. You just saw another Steven Spielberg joint not too long ago. Yeah, I, just, the first time. I just watched Jurassic Park, for, uh, Jurassic Park <laughs> for the first time last night. Pat, they did in fact and spoof it. Was, it. Oh, right. No way. It's called Muppets Not Included. That's fucked up. Uh, but to my original question, Muppet Babies is on Disney Plus, but only the remake of the Muppet Babies. Wow. Don't like that. Yeah, there's actually what? three different Muppet Baby reboots. When the hell? I was about to say, when the hell are the Muppet Babies re- rebooted? Three separate reboots, or like mm-hmm. there might be like shorts. Uh, Damn it, ain't nothing sacred like a Bob anymore. Ross Muppet Babies thing. It looks like a Bob Ross kid. What does it say? Plate. Muppet Babies Playdate. It looks like a Bob Ross spinoff. I don't. Also, know. there's a penguin Muppet now. I don't. I don't. I don't like this new lore. <laughs> I'm not up to date on the latest Muppets canon. But, Wait, uh, I thought they had penguins. Uh, but it's, I don't know. They They're rewriting the history. original Muppet Show. Yeah. Well, it's like not just like made just like little side things just going around in the background or some shit. Yeah, I mean they always had background penguins. Mm-hmm. Man, there's not enough background penguins in cinema anymore. You're right. It, it has to be somewhere either the, the gigantic penguins from Batman Returns or the little <laughs> the little penguins yes, from the know, I, from the Muppet Show. I was just thinking that, uh, Justin. You made me watch that Batman movie with the penguins. I'm guessing it's Batman Returns or something like that. I'm guessing it's Batman Returns. I have only. Where the fuck have you been, kid? Look, look, guys. I have not seen a lot of the old Batman movies. The only <laughs> old Batman movie I've seen was the one he made me watch. With the old penguins. So I mean, Batman, Batman Returns, Returns is a great fucking. Movie. It had a bunch of big ass penguins. Didn't it have like rocket launchers or some shit? Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah, and I remember that being absurd. 
That's uh, fucking awesome. That's about the only thing I remember from that movie. Was the penguins with the rocket launchers. Yo, I fucking love see, that movie. See, that was the one failing with the Batman. It's that the director was a too much of a fucking coward. Too much of a coward. They gave Colin Farrell some penguins some fucking rocket launchers on it. <laughs> Bring this movie out of the fucking dump. Let's Turn some lights on, you bastard. Genetic modern human <laughs> penguin hybrids with RPGs built into their shoulders. There's some lights make on. It <laughs> Just pull in some of the penguins from Happy Feet and make them tap dance to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yes, please. Oh, <laughs> what I didn't clock the first time I saw Happy Feet was when the first time the girl penguin and the Elijah Wood penguin introduce each, or introduce each other, they fall on top of each other, but every time they fall on top of each other, it's a different sex position. Go back and watch it. They like sixty nine, <laughs> and, and then like anal, and then like, then like reverse cowgirl. It's fucking wild. I Go back and look at that scene. I, I saw this in theaters. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. I, I've got the DVD. I'm gonna have to go look now. Didn't they make several? They made, they made two. two. Just two? Okay. Yeah. There was two Happy Feet? There was two Happy Feet. Well, the first one, there was two Happy Feet, but then how many was in there in the third one? I mean, the second one. Uh, well, I mean, by the end of the first movie, they were all happy feet. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah. A and, lot and, of happy and, feet. But they weren't too happy when, like, their collective foot tapping, like, woke up all the orcas and they all got eaten. Oh, man. Mm. That was that was a sequel that I didn't see. <laughs> see, like the movie had a had an ending that the test audiences, because they're fucking cowards, didn't much fancy, so they had to change it. Right, but then the ending of number two, their tapping woke up Great Cthulhu in his sunken city of Ralia. Yeah. Oddly, that one stuck though. <laughs> you want to try to avoid that if you can. I mean, uh, maybe you don't. You don't have to. Avoid you don't it. have to avoid it. Could it be depends. Right. I mean. Do you, do you want to be swallowed into a perfect madness, or do you want to live your normal life? You know, this is I mean, judging by the movie that we just watched, apparently being mad's not all that bad. She seemed like the happiest person in this movie, the lady with dementia. So until she know. remembered her kid was dead and she broke down and almost died in a right, fire. Right until she reali- until she until she remembered reality, she was fucking happy. I mean, literally the uh, the the artist's ex girlfriend's like, "This is the '80s. People don't re- like reality anymore." I don't. Snap back to reality. <laughs> oh, dig a hose gravity. Oh, my house is on a fire. Is and <laughs> you know what? I'm glad they have a brand new house. That way she can just like bury all the new trauma she got from the, the last week. This movie she can just totally reinvest in that deluded mentality that she has. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a good time. This movie like combined two like Eminem songs without even trying. <laughs> What was the first one? Um, uh, Love the Way You Lie. Mm. And oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, it's, it's snap back to reality. Right, yeah. Oh, they go. Oh, lose people are going to lose, lose yourself. yourself. That one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Eminem's a fan of batteries not included. He will never admit it. <laughs> he won't admit it. <laughs> he won't do it. Those songs yeah. were based off this movie. Yes. Yeah, both fact. of them. 100%. Both you heard of it here first, folks. Yeah. Oh, exclusive. Because, <laughs> like, whenever he, he's in the mood, he sends his entourage his way, he closes the windows, locks the door, turns off the light, and he just, like, sits cross on the chair, like. <laughs> it's like the real Slim Shady's based off of the film Airplane. Yeah. Wait. Everyone what? knows that. Everybody knows that. What? Ken, yeah. come on now. The real Slim Shady is based <laughs> off yeah. of. Between the lines. Read between them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Men Without Me was based on Schindler's List. Hey! What? Yeah, everyone knows it, Ken. Everyone knows that. Oh, man, I need to get up to date on my movie knows. <laughs> movie things that people know. Everybody knows that, Ken. Everyone. Yep. I mean, we, we we do know you're raised in a, in a storm shelter, but we're going to try to help you readjust to modern life. I was life. raised in a barn, thank you. Uh, it was very much not stormproof. It would have gotten blown away by the tornado. Uh, close, just though. The one tornado, just the one. Well, there's plenty. We yeah. live in Alabama. I mean, where do you think we live? There's tornadoes all the time. No, the tornado he said itself. the tornado. Shit. Tornado. 20, you know, 2011 tornado? Never forget? Yeah. Mm, never forget. Which one? Four twenty-seven, eleven. I forgot. Never Sorry. Forget. <laughs> Never forget, man. It was looking pretty dark outside today. Dude, like it looked, looked kind of gnarly for a minute there. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. There was a tornado that came like less than a mile away from my house in the four twenty-seven, eleven tornado. Yeah, didn't really do anything. It just, it just went through a bunch of woods and shit. But actually, a it's kind of overshadowed by the tornado that killed a lot of people and fucked up. Was that the same tornado? I'm pretty sure it was the same tornado. No, it was a tornado outbreak. It was multiple tornadoes that spawned in the same day. Which was the year that it was just the one tornado that went from here to Huntsville? Uh, I don't know. The one that went to Huntsville, I'm not sure. In 2011, it went from, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, Mississippi all the way into Georgia. Like, yeah, you know. no, because that, that was just the one tornado. No, there were multiple. Well, there outbreak. were multiple that day, but there was one that went from oh, the entire yeah, yeah, state. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. There was one tornado in that outbreak that was near my house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the new there thriller. was t-shirts made. The Eolan tornado t-shirt. I have that somewhere in my closet. Eolans where my old my old church was in uh, in Bibb County, Haystack Baptist Church, one of the oldest churches in Alabama, founded oh. in like eighteen thirty one, something like that. Mm. Yeah, wow. Okay, didn't get taken out by the tornado though. God provides. <laughs> uh, the cool. new the new thriller movie, Tornado Outbreak, where it's a deadly disease that actually creates tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> and Cannon may have had a stroke. <laughs> I broke it. I had a thought. I'm going to keep it to myself, though. No, I'm not putting that one out there. <laughs> I'll tell y'all off the show. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Patreon.com. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, for, sorry. That, that one's just for the boys in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. But how about that epic scene, though, that um, when we got, like, all of the alien saucers coming down to help out mm. to that rebuild. Was like the scene in Avengers Endgame when they all just like pop in at the end, you know, it's basically the Avengers man, Endgame of every movie ripped off batteries not included. That's all I'm saying. The scene in Rise of Skywalker when Lando shows up with all the ships, mm. Mm. totally ripped mm. off. Totally ripped. Happened off. here totally first. Yeah, here and first in '87 slash '88. But they thought they could get away with lifting from a movie that came out. At the tail end of the year, they thought no one would know. We clocked it. We caught you. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Mm-hmm. That so was a pretty cool scene, though. I, I did dig that scene. It was yeah, all yeah, which just goes to show why Episode Nine is still the most uh, creatively bankrupt Star Wars film. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Boo, that movie. That was not a great one. No. no. Episode Nine sucked. Did not enjoy it. Fight us, nerds. Who directed that movie again? That was J.J. Abrams. That was J.J. Abrams. That was old Fucking ripping off batteries not included, as per usual. To be fair, J.J.'s whole shtick is taking something from the 80s and remaking it with other bits and pieces from the 80s. And also, he's not known for... (laughs) Yes, but he's also, he's not known for ending things. 
That's true. The whole chick seems to be doing pretty well these days. Have you guys watched the latest season of Stranger Things? Uh, I haven't. Uh, I, haven't I haven't finished it. I am caught up. Yes, it's phenomenal. I I loved it honestly. I think it was one of the best seasons so far. But it totally leads hard into the whole 80s uh, uh, nostalgia. And you can thank J.J. Abrams for not being a part of it. Thanks, J.J. for not fucking this one up. Guess what? Uh, uh, Part two of season four, both episodes directed by J.J. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Damn it. The Duffy Brothers, you fucked this one up. J.J. on the first one, Ryan Johnson on the second. It just takes a hard turn. He just rips off Poltergeist the entire time for some reason. Mm. Yeah, the whole the whole thing was fucking Eleven's coma dream. Thanks, and 2010. The episode turns out it's like we weren't even at war with the Empire, but love's gonna save us from everything. And hey, love is the greatest weapon of all. If I learn anything from Final Fantasy, Spirits Within. Mm. I haven't played that game. I thought Which it apparently was- it's getting a something of a cultural reevaluation on certain parts of Twitter. Really? Yep. What Final Fantasy? What with them? Spirits Within? What? 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 That animated that? movie? Yeah, the movie they did. Oh, it, a movie. it was a 3D animated movie, supposedly based off you know the fantasy, high fantasy video game series, but it was definitely hard sci-fi. It had oh. nothing to do with anything else in the series. <laughs> Fun fact: I never played any of the games. I did watch that movie. Yeah. And that was my only fucking, like, crumb of Final Fantasy ever. <laughs> well, good news, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Doesn't, like, all the Final Fantasy games have, like, only, like, their set? Well, they're, they're, for the most part, they're self-contained stories. There are some direct sequels, but for the most part, they're pretty, you know, to themselves. That's where, like, 10-2 comes from? Yeah, yeah, like, like that? stuff okay. like that. But, that, but that's kind of far in between. Yeah. I just recently played through the Final Fantasy X remake for the most part. I got all the way up to the final battle and haven't quite finished it because I need to go back and grind some more, but it was pretty, pretty fun game. That was the first Final Fantasy game I ever played. I played Final Fantasy Tactics as a kid on the Game Boy Advance, and then I bought Final Fantasy 1 and 2, and I'm like, this is nothing like this Tactics game that I've played. So. <laughs> yeah, it turns out there's about 25 years of difference. Yeah, it turns out it's not the same game at all. It was actually a spinoff that I thought was the original main series game, so... Uh, that that was actually just the first one you played, which is why you thought it was the yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> that was a hairball. <laughs> it was a, a, a actually a, a Diet Pepsi can. Yeah. Oh. I had a snack earlier. <laughs> Seems about the right time to end it, I think. Yeah, I'm out of water. <laughs> 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 so, Cannon, yes. where can the people find you? Well, the people can find me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and TikTok. Ken? Uh, I really don't do social media, but if you want to talk to me, you can probably figure it out. Cool. Yeah, if you put the clues together, you can find his home address. Especially yeah. when we tag him in social media and shit. Yeah. It'll be easy. Mm-hmm. Pat? Uh, yes, hello and good night. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. John lost his name. If you would be so kind, please go on to the AYC8 side of thing and check out our episode 269. <laughs> nice. It's a double 69 for you this week, folks. Hope you fucking appreciate that. <laughs> All natural. They didn't even plan it that way. Uh, but it is a, a lengthy, girthy episode for you. <laughs> 
It is three and a half hours of oh. Colton Wenzel breaking down all the gaming news that has come out in the months of June. So anything you missed or you just need a refresher, all the big announcements, the conferences, they have you covered. They go through it all very thorough. Um, please go check that out wherever podcasts are found. That's episode 269 of All You Can Hear Podcast. And I'm um, Captain Shimmy. You can find me on all the Captain Shimmy shit I always say. We need to do the wheel. Yay! Where, the wheel? The wheel. Where is the wheel? Where is the wheel? It's a good question. I know it's down here. We brought it back down from the last time. It's probably just putting another spirit. I found it. Yay! He found the wheel. He found the wheel. Ken, as our guest, do you want to give the old I wheel a spin? I spun the wheel last time, but yeah. I'll spin the wheel this time, too. Well, right. I mean, at this point, it feels like we're just going to make you the permanent uncaged guest. All right. Wait, does that... Never mind. Not, not going to go there quite yet. Okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> Hurry up, I'm dying. Yeah. So, Pat, what are the options on the wheel? Uh, look, fellas, I'm still fucking frustrated that you guys didn't have someone who actually knew Gears of War lore on your Gears of War show. I thought we covered it pretty well. I mean, that would have implied we Rob, you to had talk some weird it. kind of Rob Fever Dream, like, 15-second mishmash of actual Gears of War. Talking to Rob is a fever dream. That's look, just how that goes. Look, talking to Rob is a fever dream. I'm not going to argue that. But there's a lot to Gears of War. Like, obviously, Gears of War is big, burly fucking men. Yeah, you Shoot already aliens. missed your point. We, nobody cares. We're done. <laughs> Whatever. We, 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 on the already. next we're episode done. of Cajun Greatness, Ken, look, I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to roll. So, we're going to spin Pat. Yes. What are we spinning for? Uh, just a refresher for the for the listeners. On the cage wheel, there are 14 spaces, and uh, each space is numbered, as so it's 1 to 14, and I will go over the possible choices for each one. Uh, number one, Batman discussion. Number two, Hanks a lot, which will be a review of a Tom Hanks film. Number three is Jimmy's choice. Number four is the Wild Wild West review. Number five is story time with that cannon guy, baby. <laughs> Number six is Cajun Greatness Crew d- talks about the worst comic book characters. Number seven, B-movie spectacular, where the, where the host will pick a B-movie of their choice and uh, bring it to the table for discussion. Number eight is Ken's choice. Hey, hey, you can talk about Halo or Gears of War or whatever shooter you have it's strong feelings for. Oh no, we're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> number nine is WrestleMania point counterpoint discussion. Number ten is Rocket Man versus Rocket Man. <laughs> the, the classic Disney comedy versus the Elton John biopic. Man, number eleven is Pat's choice. Number 12 is a review of Kindergarten Cop. Number 13 is <laughs> The Creed Retrospective. <laughs> and number 14 is a review of Paddington 2. Not one, just Paddington 2. It's just Paddington 2. All right. All right. If you would be so kind. Let's, let's get this done. Wheel of Morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Oh. Oh, number, number one. one is Batman discussion. Batman oh. discussion. Huh. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds like something not terrible. Guess we're talking Batman. Yeah. So now everybody who has strong feelings about that uh, pervert with a cape, bring him to the table <laughs> for next time. That mad masked vigilante who just runs around masquerading <laughs> as a rodent. That's the one. That'll be our July 21st episode. So, uh, Ken, clear your schedule on the 18th. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back for a uh, a bat topic. Same yeah. bat time, same bat channel.
That's right. Sam Bat. But next week, <laughs> next week is what I say, National Treasure Two. Yep. Mm, just Book in time secrets? for. Um, <laughs> just in time for Independence Day. Though, at the way America is behaving, uh, I'm not sure they, they they should be allowed to celebrate. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But but that's okay. Uh, we'll have a good time uh, regardless. But it'll come out on a Thursday, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. And then after that, Pat's birthday choice. Yeah. Then Batman. You know, then Batman talk. Week. And then another round of the impression game. Yeah. And then after that. We don't know. We all have no idea. Yeah, we'll let you know. We're on in <laughs> uncharted waters, baby. We'll, we'll get around to it. We'll let you, we'll tell you. Quarter three. Who the hell know what's happened You'll there? Be the first to know. Here there be dragons. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. And we'll see you next week. Good night, Babs. <laughs> How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. Declaration of Independence.